0: Welcome to Talking About Pigs with SMEC, a podcast where individuals from the Swine Medicine Education Center discuss swine health topics over coffee. My name is Dr. Meredith Peterson. I am a postdoc and veterinarian with the Swine Medical Education Center, and with me I have Dr. Brown.
1: Good morning. Happy to be back.
0: Do you mind introducing yourself quick for new listeners?
1: Yeah, so Dr. Justin Brown, I'm an assistant teaching professor and swine veterinarian here at Iowa State with the Swine Medicine Education Center and uh, Department of Veterinary, Diagnostic, and Production
0: Animal Medicine. Perfect. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Just an overview on the podcast, if you're a first-time listener. We keep the podcast producer-focused. Each episode will be focused on a different swine health topic of interest, pork producers. So every topic that we cover is from producer-submitted questions. If you have a question you'd like featured on the podcast, please send it to us at isusmec at iastate.edu. That's I-S-U-S-M-E-C at I-A-S-T-A-T-E Please put SMEC podcast question in the title of your email to ensure that we receive it, and we'll get it on the podcast as soon as we can. So what we do here at SMEC is review all the current resources related to the topic and all the current scientific knowledge on the question and the topic, boil it down and connect it to what's useful to you, the producers, and what you can take back with you on the farm. Most of the resources that we refer to within the podcast can be found in the notes associated with the podcast. If you have any trouble with accessing, please email us at isusmec at iastate.edu. And with that, let's jump in. Today's topic is whitewashing. The submitted question was a list of questions submitted for this one, and it was kind of focused on why does it work? What are the benefits to whitewashing? When should we do it? So let's kind of jump into that. Dr. Brown, do you mind giving us some background on on whitewashing, kind of what it is?
1: Sure, yeah. So whitewashing, some of you might have experience with it, right? When you go in and spray that white substance all over the barn. Whitewashing is when you use a hydrated lime solution. I learned a few things looking into this a little bit more, right? So lime is not limestone, just ground up limestone. It's actually produced when that limestone gets subjected to extreme heat which changes the chemical compound um, within that substance. So it goes from calcium carbonate to calcium oxide. And then that's ground up to make that fine white product that you can buy in like 50 pound bags or things like that. That's made up of that calcium and magnesium oxides. And then once those get hydrated or mixed with water um, to form that hydrated lime solution, those form Hydroxide, so it goes from calcium oxide to calcium hydroxide, and that raises the pH pretty significantly um, to a pH of 11 or 12. So very basic solutions that get put on, and because it is so basic, it acts as a disinfecting agent for those um, barns when you spray it on. At that pH level, though, those that level of 11 or 12 is very caustic. So not only safety for our pigs, but also for our people when applying it is really important to um, pay attention to, right? So once it's put on wet, it has to be dry before you can put pigs on it. That converts it back to a more neutral pH with the absorption of the carbon dioxide. And so then pigs can get on it and they'll just kind of lick it off the walls and go from there.
0: Doesn't this topic make you glad we took chemistry as a prereq for vet school? Sure,
1: yeah. <laughs> it comes around every once in a while.
0: That's right. <laughs> so I'll dig into a little bit more why it works and kind of what are the benefits. And I think one thing to note um, that's particularly important is that it's it's very inexpensive, mm-hmm. right? So Dr. Thomas uh, in 2023 presented at AASB talking about measuring the return on investment for biosecurity. And so what he did was discuss The return on investment for a variety of biosecurity measures, when they found that whitewashing PED positive facilities costed only three cents per pig. So not a lot of other things that we do are that cheap um, to use. And so that's kind of a a key benefit to whitewashing. A couple other reasons. So Dr. Brown discussed why it works. So it provides um, some residual disinfection so that high pH can help inhibit bacterial growth which is a little bit different from some of our other disinfectants. And then I think another important thing is that it gives a visual of where the disinfectant has touched. So when we're spraying things with a, a disinfectant that just is basically gets the, the surface wet, sometimes it can be hard to see where that um, disinfectant has touched or not. With whitewashing, that's not an issue. So usually it's a, a complete color change from the color of the cement or the, the gating to white of the whitewash, so that really lets us know that we reached all those tiny little crevices and and corners of things to to get full coverage of that disinfectant.
1: I guess the other question we got too from um, this submission was, when should we do it? right? And so, found a few different studies from 2014 up until present. Um, looking at when this has been implemented and applied. Not a ton of literature out there on it in general, but in those three studies, one of the overarching things is this is, I think is a really key take-home point, is this is an additional step to power washing and disinfecting the barn like we normally would, right? We're not just going to go in and whitewash the barn and call it good. We still need to get all that organic material manure off of the slats, out of the barn, um, and then can come back in with whitewashing as an additional step, which is why it's been used in higher or more prevalent issues with scours or diarrhea in pigs, right? So in a study by Cordy et al. in 2014, uh, looked at using whitewashing to help with swine dysentery or brachyspira infections in those barns. So again, they would uh, come in, power wash, disinfect, and then whitewash that barn between groups of pigs. In that study, they used a type N line. Um, so again, another thing I learned, there's a lot of different types of lime that are out there. So type Ns and type NAs, and then type Ss and SAs. And really the only difference in those are their oxide content and water retention values. And the type S and type SA limes um, have a higher water retention value compared to the type N and type NA, but have seen both used um, within studies looking at whitewashing. So, and they actually put in that study a mixing instructions, I guess I would say. Um, So in that study, they said to mix 100 pounds of that type N lime with 50 gallons of water And then that can be um, applied after it's set and rehydrated for about 24 hours uh, to the barn. And then in that study that Dr. Peterson just mentioned by Dr. Thomas um, from ASV in 2023, they used whitewashing after marketing PED positive groups in the uh, wean to finish phase. So they would come in, again, clean and disinfect the barn and then whitewash to help make sure that barn was clean so we don't spread PED from group to group. And then another study in 2022 by way compared whitewashing versus synergize. Um, So a common disinfection that many of you probably use or have seen out in the industry. And they looked at production metrics and farrowing room. Again, just reiterating this, they did whitewashing in addition to power washing and disinfection in some of the rooms between groups where they had scours. And they did when they used whitewashing. Uh, they saw a decreased scour prevalence following that application. So I think it has a lot of utility, um, especially with enteric bacteria and viruses that get applied and really help knock down that pathogen load and prevent spread from group to group.
0: For sure. I think the take-home point that you mentioned of in addition to mm-hmm. what you're already doing. So this is a really good tool to use in those kind of specific use cases of, you know, trying to break enteric disease in a farrowing room or in a nursery, things like that between groups. So in summary, whitewash is hydrated lime. It's extremely basic, so it has a very high pH, which means there's a lot of safety considerations we have to take with it, both for the people and for the the pigs. So it's important to be wearing PPE when you're applying it, and then it really needs to be completely dried before the pigs go into the pen that was whitewashed. It creates a high pH environment that makes it hard for bacteria and viruses to grow and to survive. And it really gives a good visual indicator of where you've applied disinfectant. So as we mentioned, there's some specific use cases that have been documented where it's been valuable in addition to cleaning and disinfectant. And that's really focused on breaking the cycle of enteric disease in nurseries, wean to finish sites, and in farrowing rooms. And so that's kind of our our summary of everything that we discussed today. As usual, all discussed resources and summaries can be found uh, in the podcast notes associated with the podcast. If you have any trouble accessing, let us know. And if you have a question you'd like featured on the podcast, please send us an email at isusmec at iastate.edu. Thank you again, Dr. Brown, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Please share and watch for our next episode. We'll discuss other swine health topics of interest. Have a great day and week. Take care, everybody. A special thank you to Iowa Pork Producers Association for making this podcast possible through their sponsorship.